Welcome to A Glass Box. I'm your host, Julia, and I'm on the women's tennis team here at the University of Oregon. On this podcast, we wanted to create a space where athletes could come and talk about things they don't get to talk about every day. This can range from mental health, to injuries, to social pressures, and really anything that has given them an opportunity to grow. This podcast is edited and produced by Nate Frary. So today we're going to talk about foreclosing your athlete identity. And joining the conversation, we have Marco Young. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Thank you for having me, Julia. Um, Well, my name is Marco Young. I am a senior in the baseball program. Um, And in the baseball program now as a student assistant coach. Um, I was a junior college transfer from Palomar College in San Diego. So last year was my first year. Um, I was as as a student athlete. And then uh, this this fall, I'm making the transition as the student student athlete coach. Yeah. So I actually heard that you're going through a transition, and I wanted. I feel like that's what we're going to talk about. So I want I want to hear about what exactly you're doing on the team now. Um. So this kind of past season was a lot of change going down. Um. We we had a coaching staff change over. Um. A lot of guys left. A lot of new guys came in. Um, so personally for myself, um, due to some injuries, uh, this fall specifically was my fifth concussion. Oh. Um, yeah, head injuries are never fun. Five but, uh, concussions. Yeah. Um, it was a collision at home plate with a teammate and unfortunately my kind of my time here at Oregon has been the story of injuries. Um, had to medically redshirt last year for an elbow injury, um, concussion last year as well, but this concussion was kind of the the eye opener, I guess. Um, kind of looking at my mental health and my personal health, not necessarily right now in the in the the current time, but kind of looking ahead with, with the whole head injury thing. And um, we came down to exit meetings. Um, it's honestly a blessing, like how supportive the coaches and family and everyone was with the with the transition. But they presented me with an option to stay on the team. They wanted to be on the team. Yeah. As what they, they they wanted me around. They didn't want to see me just just part ways. They they respected my leadership and they saw value in that and they they offered me this position as a student coach. So I took it and now it's a little different uh daily sure. daily tasks and all that, but it's it's been cool. It's seen a lot of different things. Yeah, I it's okay, so you have five concussions, right? Yeah. So not all from baseball, there's football in high school, but the two bad ones were here at Oregon. Uh, last fall, knocked myself out at the wall, oh. and then this fall, like I mentioned, but it happens. Baseball, you know, yeah. you, you play hard, you're gonna. I feel like as athletes, that we're conditioned to always be like one more. You know what I mean? Like no matter what it is, with your practicing, in a match, in a game, it's like do one more. So when are what? When were you just like, you know what? This has to be, or like what? What did that? What did that feel no, like yeah. when you're like, I this mean, is the last one? I've always been like that. I mean, I'm sure. Most of the athletes at Oregon say they've yeah. pushed through an injury or whatever it may be. Um, but it's a little different with your brain. Um, it kind of got to the point where I was sitting in class, just you're spinning and your head's pounding and you're trying to focus on a lecture. And for me, like my academics are very big. And I know I see the value in that. I see the value in where it can take you. And um, it got to the point where I was like, I was struggling in lectures, like comprehending stuff. and. Um, I was like, you know what, like if I were to get one more, who knows what could, what could happen. And it's not that I was afraid of getting hurt again, but 
the stuff with head injuries, like most of the times you don't see the effects until you're 40 or 50 or later you, on in life. You knew that you'd have to stop baseball. So how did that make you feel? Um, it was hard. It was a hard pill to swallow for sure. Cause I mean, you never think of like your sport ending so abruptly. Like that was essentially like my last play of baseball was sliding into home. And I think for me to accept that was what made it easier. It was one, my faith for sure. Um, I'm really, I'm really firm believer in that Christian, um, just kind of talk to God about it. And then two is that with my injuries last year, I was kind of seeing like, okay, I'm last year. I wasn't traveling. I was, I was in Eugene, just me and a handful of guys. I was like, well, what am I going to do if baseball wasn't here? You know, I'm not, a just, question. I'm not just going to sit around and, yeah. I mean, I tapped into the resources at the Jaqua, Jess, and Katie. Yeah. And started crafting a resume and linking up with mentors. So, I mean, even before I had to make the decision, I was kind of not prepping for it, but at least just being aware that it could happen. You know, you don't think it's going to happen your senior year. Yeah. You always hope it's going to happen after you have a long professional career, obviously. But I think what made me, like okay with the transition or I know I told you when we first talked I was at peace with it um at peace with the transition is that I know that I'm more than a baseball player and Jess and Katie and people like that just they they make you aware of it and you're like yeah. well I have these tools and everything that I can take outside of the being on the field into maybe a sports something outside of the field so yeah I think I think that's a super important <laughs> thing to talk about is how you are more than just like a yeah. baseball player. Yeah. But I, but it's not like an easy thing to talk about no. because when it's all you've done since you were whatever, five, six, yeah. seven, eight, yeah. and the sport is the only thing that you've dedicated your life to, mm -hmm. when you finally have to start thinking about, hey, like what happens when this ends or if this has to end, mm -hmm. you kind of get into this like, okay, well now I have to find something to rededicate myself to. And that's like, that's can be mentally draining in itself. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing with that is like, realizing that athletics has prepared all of us for that life after athletes. Like, I'm sure we've had people that are always like, oh, I'd be nothing without my sport. hundred percent. Like, we've all thought about, like, yeah. I'm sure we've thought about it. And I know I thought, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm in it. But even before I got here, I was like, what would I do? If baseball? I wasn't. You know, yeah. like, that's like eight hours of your day. Yep. Like, I got to find Eight something. hours of your day plus the reason you're trying to get exactly. eight hours of sleep. Exactly, right? So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, if you're able to realize like, okay, I'm a leader on my team. I have, I have work ethic. I have dedication. I have time management. Yeah. For those people that say like, oh, I'm nothing without my sport. Well, you have all that, right? They don't there. even realize they it. They don't. And then. They think, oh, all I've been doing is yeah, playing. You just got to transfer that into, okay, maybe it's a corporate world. Now yeah. I'm going to be the best businessman or best doctor best nurse best musician best, yeah you know like stuff like that yeah. so well let's talk let's talk we'll get back to that but i want to talk mm. more about you and and kind of your transition yeah and what you kind of were what was going through your head De a little go a little bit deeper yeah. what was going through your head um i mean i had a lot to weigh out because because i medically registered last year i have two years of eligibility yeah so Essentially, I would have to hang them up with two years left to play baseball. And I had to weigh out, well, I'm a senior. I'm about to graduate. I'm six classes away from graduating. Congrats. Thank you. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, 
but like did i really want to hit the transfer portal and like uproot everything yeah. go find another school with the right academic program that's going to take all my credits and keep me still on the same the same track you know yeah so that was a big part of it and i think another thing too is just being real with yourself like I had to look at that like, okay, I'm going to get my degree in econ or I'm going to be a fifth-year senior trying to get drafted. And I love baseball. Like, that's my makeup. That's, like, made me who I am. Like, it's a big part of it. But, like, I think being honest and being real with yourself is, like, okay, what's going to what's gonna set me up for, like, 20 years from now when I'm trying to, like, start a family and yeah. do all those things, you know, and be, like, living comfortably. And... Not necessarily comfortably, but living happy and, like, yeah. being, like, excited or at peace with your decision. And I think pursuing my academics was what was going to give me that. How so. did you get to that conclusion? My faith, honestly, I think. I, I'm i a big, like, I'm not some, like, in-your-face Christian <laughs> or, like, <laughs> yeah. but I'm definitely a believer, like, I to myself and yeah. stuff like that, like. I just kind of had to talk with him and talk with my family and like my parents were big. They was like, do, do what you want. Like, you know, that's important. To yeah. Have support like, from um, but ultimately like you got to look yourself in the mirror. And I was like, I was like, this is, if this is why you came to Oregon to not play at all, essentially, I mean, I got yeah. one at bat. If I looking back on my baseball career at Oregon, I'm gonna have one at bat. That's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. But having my faith and all that i'm like this is just the path he has me on you know so i think going in deeper that's kind of how i saw it um but it's been weird like in the transition like recently like a lot of stuff is happening that's like i wouldn't be able to do if i was playing but i'm still in that realm with all my teammates all my coaches i still get to be at the field every day yeah. it's just it's just a different role and it's been cool so how is how is it the relationship with your teammates kind of changed because now you're not yeah. there you're not their teammate but you are yeah so it's it's an interesting role I mean like I'm still in the locker room like I still got my locker right next yeah. to like a lot of my best friends and um, they call me Coach Polo so <laughs> there's that <laughs> um, but it's cool I mean I'm learning a lot from my coaches and like your point of view changes too like when you're going to the field every day like grinding for your your own skill set or like trying to work on the things that you know you have to work on but like I get to hit I get to be there with all the hitters and like kind of look at their swing or whatever it may be and like I see things that I didn't necessarily see when I was playing yeah and um coach Martyr, coach Waz, like all those guys like just kind of soaking in their their knowledge has been it's like it's eye-opening it's cool it's a different different knowledge and it's good so I think it's that's amazing because yeah. I'm thinking right now of like teammates when they're injured or when something's not going their way. Yeah. And sometimes they just become like useless. Yeah. They'll just sit in the corner and mope. Yeah. And thinking about your situation, it's not like you're quitting or giving yeah. up at all. You're 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 doing what you can yeah. as a teammate. You're helping yeah. on the sideline. You're sure. helping. You, and I I think that's I think that's awesome. Mm. Because it's you're not quitting. You're not giving up. You're just finding a different way to help. Yeah. Thank you. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah. that's that's all you can do. Yeah. Um. So you mentioned something about like uh, transferring skills. Yes. And I want to talk more about that because I feel like I've had a lot of conversations 
lately with athletes just about them feeling like they're nothing like yeah. they have no passion for anything and other than their sport yeah yeah, yeah. and i want to know your thoughts on that because i have yeah. an opinion on that but i feel like you also have an opinion yeah, on i that. do <laughs> um i think that just the biggest thing is like athletes got to be able to tap into what they've had their whole life after the fact i mean if you're an athlete right now like do your thing like try to go pro try to be big time like if that's your goal like do it like go after it go like all in but just know that like you'll be okay after the fact after you hang up your cleats after your eligibility's um exhausted yeah whatever it may be because we have so much like we've been taught so much like adversity like we've we've been through the the grind of man i can't hit a ball right now yeah or i'm i'm cutting my serve short or whatever yeah. it may be but like we find ways to get through it and that's just as the same thing as like okay i'm in a workplace i got like a, a boss that says like i'm not executing enough or i'm not like bringing the numbers in we'll just tap into that that athlete mindset that you had and i, I guess i want to know how you were how you were able to explore though like other yeah. things that because you you want to be in administration yeah, yeah i think that's something i want to pursue for sure. so how did you get to the point where you're like oh this could be another passion of mine like what did you do like did you get injured and then all of a sudden you were in jake trying to use all the resources they had and you kind of experimented with different avenues mm -hmm. and seeing what else you like yeah i mean i had the opportunity to intern um this last summer that was just another resource we yeah. tapped into i mean we all know the jake was there um it's just a matter of if you want to sacrifice the time or not like it was yeah. in the summer whatever it may be but um it was with img and i kind of got to see like the behind the scenes of sports and i definitely could see myself like transferring my academics or something like that into uh, a field like that but i think the biggest thing was realizing like half of those people were athletes too like my supervisor was a, a track and field athlete sacramento state yeah. and now she's doing her thing behind the scenes and she grinds like it's no different than just grinding like waking up early in the morning going to weights going to the field i mean um it's probably it's even easier on your body you know think about that like it's a different stress it's a different it's a different grind but yeah. i mean it's all similar in a, in a way too so i think being able to explore that and see that was that was even before i had to make the decision about stopping baseball so i think giving myself those experiences and putting my like my foot in the water with that stuff was I was like okay well I have this in the back pocket like I'll be all right yeah it sounds like you were kind of just proactive about it yes definitely but uh, I feel like you have to be yeah and I'm, I feel like there's a lot of athletes that don't do that yeah. and could really benefit from it but they're just scared so they're just yeah kind of just like shy away from it yeah or they don't think it's like, nah, I need to do everything for my sport right now. Yeah. Sometimes it's healthy too to get away from your sport. Like, go see some Retweet. other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Hundred percent. Yeah. What um, do you think about that? I think that, I think exactly. I think the same thing that you're thinking. Mm -hmm. Um, but I understand, also, why a lot of people don't go and do that. I mean, think about like, okay, so six thirty weights practice from eight thirty to 10 30 classes from yeah. 11 30 to 3 then it's practice hard. from you know what i mean and then hard. you get home and it's just like 
you want to chill. Yeah. Like wanna... I could go and like learn about resumes or learn about mm-hmm. making connections or things like that, but it's like I'm also really tired. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, you got to sacrifices and whatnot. I feel like you have to want it though. You do. Yeah. Just like we wanted to be here at Oregon. Yep. You know, something after Oregon. Yep. And I feel like there's also a aspect of like not being afraid of like sure. the unknown. For sure. And accepting it. If you can accept that, you know what, you don't know what's going to come next. Yeah. You know, right now, the only thing you're focusing on is your sport. Mm-hmm. It kind of relieves you from like the pressure of like, I got to figure this out by the end of my four years here. Yeah. And it gives you a chance to kind of just be like, oh, what's this? What's this? Let me try yeah. this. Yeah. And just do it for the pure fact of enjoyment or yeah. experiencing. Yeah. Uh, okay. So going back, why, why did you actually decide to even stay on the team? Instead of just like leaving and yeah. focusing on school fully. Well, I think the way they presented to me was that it was a very flexible position, and it's kind of up to me essentially um, what I want to get out of it. I mean, they they were going to utilize me. Like I'm traveling, they want me to do stuff during the game, whether it's like adjusting outfielders or different stuff like that, or just keeping the presence. But I think it was just ultimately, it's still allowing me to be in the field that I ultimately want to be in after, after athletics the, yes yeah and I'm able to meet a lot of people shaking hands with a lot of people um I'm kind of shadowing our ops guy a little bit here and there um I'll do office hours I'll I've been coming pretty close with Jody Sykes who's in compliance and um she's a, a person that's gonna get can get a lot of stuff oh, done she's and that's, great yeah amazing lady and yeah. having her as an ally has been awesome um, so I think just the opportunity to stay here, I mean, Oregon athletics in itself is like, even if you're not an athlete, like you can leverage it to boost yourself somewhere else or boost your career or elevate yourself, you know? Um, and I think it would have been silly to leave just yeah. cause I mean, those are my best friends. Like I'm still living here. I live with a teammate right now yeah. and I can still show, I show up every day on the same um, same schedule for the most part, and I think staying was like not. I won't say staying, but taking this role was like what I'm supposed to do, you know. And it's just, I think it's just gonna allow me to elevate myself in the next couple of years. So, yeah. So, what would you, what would you say from like an outside perspective to maybe an athlete that's either struggling or injured? Yeah. And thinking kind of the same, like, you know, like this could, like, I, I really just need to stop just yeah. for my own health. Yeah. And, and they're going through just leaving the team or. Yeah. No, that's a good question. I think for them is to like realize like your decision is only, it's up to you. Like you're the only one that has to wake up in the morning and live with that. It's not your mom. I mean, they're going to be there for you, but like, it's not your mom, dad, brother, coach, friend, high school coach back home. Like. I'm sure a lot of people looking at my situation that might not know everything about it will be like, oh, he got cut, like, he wasn't good enough, or, I mean, yeah, a lot of, some stuff like that played into it, but, like, I'm so, I'm excited about my new role, like, what's next and what the opportunity is, so I think to the athlete out there is to just block out that and just look yourself in the eyes and be like, okay, can I live with this? And if you can't, keep doing it that's that's your decision if you can 
like don't be ashamed that you had to hang them up for an injury that was like really bugging you or you didn't want to go through the third surgery or the fifth concussion or whatever it may be so i would definitely say that like it's it's only you that's got you you know yeah. kind of thing so before we started recording, you were actually telling me about this trip you went on. Mm-hmm. Do you want to yeah, talk about that a sure. little bit? Okay. Um, so I was out in Austin, Texas, um, at University of Texas, yeah. Austin. Um, but it was for a Black Student Athlete Summit. So essentially what it was is that Black Student Athletes from across the country, West Coast, East Coast, all went to UT Austin for three days, it was. And uh, each day was filled with speakers from 8.30 to like almost the end of the day, like 6, 5 o'clock. And just talking about the mental health of the black athlete and oddly enough, foreclosing your athlete identity. So it was kind of crazy that I had the opportunity to go on it because it's like the whole thing was about what I was going through. Yeah. And if I didn't stop playing, I wouldn't have the option to go. I mean... Um, so I don't know, it's kind of crazy how stuff like that works, but, um, what were some of the key things you took yeah, away from that? For sure. So the biggest thing I think I took away was the foreclosing the athlete identity. And for myself being a minority, um, double minority, black and Mexican, almost everyone there, all, not everyone, there was, there was non-black people there. Um, but most of the speakers that were touching on some of the mental health and how important it is to, to treat that and, pay attention to that and the other speakers talking about foreclosing the athlete identity were they were all black and most of them had their phd and there were people in positions of power that they can make a lot of change and for myself seeing that it's pretty it's exciting like it's inspiring to see that people of color are doing that um because there's a lot of times like the stigma with the black athlete or is that that's that's all we are you know and like it was kind of empowering to very, see that. Very empowering. And like, aside from the speakers, you're surrounding yourself with 19, 20, 21 year old other student athletes who are black wanting to make a change or wanting to do more than just their That's sport. Awesome. It is so cool. And like, I've got people's numbers from Louisiana, New York, like Oregon State, like just people that I never think I would meet wanting to link up and like, all right, how can we, how can we make a change? And it was awesome to see that too, because like a lot of the people there were uh, athletic administrators, ADs, um, mental health, like services type people, like student athlete services type people, and those are the same people we have here. So like coming back and was like, well, why don't I tap into those resources and do something here? Like I wouldn't have had all this time on my hands if I were still playing, but. I think going back to kind of like we talked about, like, okay, now I'm in a different role. How can I use those skills I use from playing into into my new role? That's and, so cool how yeah. you can do that. Yeah. So I think it was a blessing that I was yeah. able to go. Um, I know we talked about Jody, and she's an ally of mine, and we're, we're really trying to get some things going here. Don't want to. So you're taking action. You're yeah. Gonna... Like, I mean, having the conversation is, is cool. Yeah. And it's important, but gotta do something you gotta do something about it because we could talk all day about making change and trying to improve our our situation but not whether it's black white yellow whatever you know so i i think it was cool for me to do that and i think i'm trying to do some stuff around here for sure that's awesome well power to you yeah i'm trying yeah i'm trying well 
Is there anything else that you feel like you need to add <laughs> no, or want to share? This is great what you're doing, I think. I mean, I think more athletes should tap into it. Like, I mean, I know you seek yeah. me out, but yeah. even when I reached out to you, I was like, we should get, we need to yeah. move the Yeah, I appreciate that. That yeah. was cool. Yeah, I know there's a lot of athletes here that can talk about some stuff. And oh, yeah. You got a big table now. <laughs> you can fill it up. We're about to have a round table <laughs> yeah. of athletes. A little forum. Yep. <laughs> so thank you for having me, though. No, um, thank you for talking and sharing your story. I appreciate it. Yeah.